Time now for Hear Me Out with your host, Betsy Esparza. Hear Me Out is brought to you by Front Street Books, your hometown independent bookstore. An agenda for a local government meeting can be overwhelming. There's a lot of legalese and a lot of words you don't read anywhere else, at least not very often. So today, Martin, we're going to nerd out a little bit. Practice makes perfect. I've read through a lot of agendas over the years trying to find the interesting stuff or make heads or tails of something vague, which is an agenda no-no. When you see an agenda posted, read through it. The more you do, the more you'll start to understand the intent and to recognize certain sections, just like anything else. Today we're going to talk about the anatomy of an agenda, the purpose of which is to communicate, even over-communicate, to the public so that they'll know what their elected officials are discussing. We'll use the agenda for the Alpine City Council, which is meeting right now, and which I've posted on the Hear Me Out Facebook page in case you want to follow along. Let's try to make this long story short. First of all, agendas require 72 hours notice, unless it's an emergency meeting dealing with something like public health, which has happened recently. And an emergency meeting requires just one hour's notice. Um, you'll see agendas called either a regular, regular meeting, a called meeting, or a special meeting. A regular meeting is um, just like what it sounds like. It's the agenda for the regularly scheduled meeting of whatever elected body um, is gathering. There might, then you might see agendas for a called or uh, special meeting, which there's not a lot of difference in, but that's when they need to hold a meeting to discuss something which is sort of out of the norm of regular, regularly scheduled business. The reason that they post it 72 hours in advance is to give the public time to research what's on the agenda to find out if there's something that they would like to be present for um, and comment on and, or, or, or hear the discussion amongst the members of, um, of the court or council or board. Um, and also to, to, to um, give themselves time to um, figure out how, how to be there depending on what time the meeting is held. Maybe they need to ask off work, maybe they need to get a babysitter, those kinds of things. But you get 72 hours, three days notice, so that you can decide if you need to be there for some reason. If you if you are looking at the city the city council's agenda that, that they are using right now, you'll notice at the top there's a workshop today at three o'clock, um, a budget workshop, and workshop meetings generally don't include action items unless something has come up in the meantime between say a regularly scheduled meeting and the workshop, or something that's, that they need to take action on before the next meeting, like a bill that needs to be quickly paid. Otherwise, you don't generally see action items. And by action items, I mean things that they're going to vote on on a workshop agenda. Public comment is not required in a public meeting unless there's a public hearing posted, although most agendas include them as an item. If you want to comment, you'll generally be asked for your name, um, which and which uh, precinct or ward or district that you live in um, because they're going to record that for the record. And sometimes 
during public comments, there's a time limit. For example, the city council has a three minute limit on public comment. If what you're addressing is not already on the agenda, no action will be taken, period. You'll be lucky if you get a verbal response of any kind other than answering basic questions or giving basic well-known information. This is important. Elected bodies are legal, legally prevented from taking any action and even holding discussion in most instances on items that are not on the agenda. And there's a good reason for that. As I said earlier, the agenda is meant to communicate to the public what will be discussed during a meeting. Discussing and voting on something that isn't on the agenda isn't fair to those who didn't know it was going to happen, right? It's imperative that they stick to the agenda and only the agenda so that everyone has a chance to make their voices heard. If you're ever at a meeting and leaders begin to veer off topic, usually innocently, you are well within your right to call out the chair to bring the meeting back to order. In fact, I hope that you will. So let's, let's look at the city council's agenda for today and kind of go through it um, so that I can speak more specifically to some of these. So on the first page, the top talks about uh, the budget workshop that they're having right now. And you'll also notice that they post that it's being held via Zoom conference, which is new, which came from COVID, but which um, and, and, and required um, a um, suspension of some other stuff of some other laws in the local government code um, to allow for that during COVID. But it seems like they're going to stick with this and let this continue um, for um, regular meetings of different boards because it's convenient for the public. They can they can tune in from anywhere and watch what their elected officials are doing. Zoom is here to stay. Yes. <laughs> um, you'll also find where uh, the notices of the meeting is posted. Um, a lot of times, I, I know that the city council used to do this and I, I think that they still do. I know that the commissioner's court does it. They'll, they'll post by post, I mean literally tape these pieces of paper to the front door so that you can you can go by and look, which is sort of a left kind of a leftover method from days of old. Now you can go online and look at um, most agendas um, without having to get in your car and drive somewhere. Um, it says the notice is posted pursuant to the Open Meetings Act, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that, but that's this is the government code which requires the notice. And then um, after, after that, it goes in. So that's in bold and all caps. What's, what follows that is very specific to Alpine because the government code allows you to make some of your own rules about how you want to proceed in your meeting and who's in charge and what the, what the you know, maybe time limit is on the comments and that kind of stuff. So the government code allows for, for some specification depending on who's meeting and where you're at. Those, those things might change from city to city or board to board. Um, the next page, you'll see like the, the workshop agenda says 3 p.m. So this had to be posted 72 hours in advance to 3 p.m. today. And if you go to the last page, you'll see where it's stamped and where it's sworn that that was done. And you will see that at the beginning of every public meeting, somebody will be called upon to let the... Um, the body know that this was posted 72 hours in advance, where it was posted, when it was posted, what time it was posted. Somebody's going to swear to that. Um, 
you'll you'll also see the determination of a quorum. So a quorum is the minimum number of members required for legal action, usually a simple majority. Um, but some people may have a reason for doing it a little different, but that's the number of people required to be present on the body for, for action to be legally taken. So if you don't have a quorum, you can't vote legally. <laughs> Somebody might do it from time to time, but that won't it won't hold it's up in court. Not, it's not going to count. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Um, you go through the call to order, pledge of allegiance, that kind of stuff for the regular meeting, which started today at five thirty. Um, in number five, you see reports: city mayor, city attorney, city manager, staff update. Pretty standard stuff. I do want to call attention to under the city uh, city attorney report the EEOC matter that's an equal employment opportunity commission is what that stands for and um in my opinion I am not a lawyer there's not enough information there they need more information it needs to be more specific people need to know what that's about then the net and I and I and I just called to kind of check on that to make sure before I let y'all know today that that's what it was um what I didn't ask ask about was ABC contract I don't know what that stands for, and I don't. I don't. I wouldn't think a general member of the public would know what that stands for. Stands for either, and to me, that says this agenda is not specific. This agenda item isn't specific enough to give the public enough information. They shouldn't use acronyms. They should not. Uncommon. We need to know groups. what that means. You can certainly call and find out. Someone will be able to tell you, but. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. That's right. They should They should be telling us those kinds of things. Uh, page three starts with public hearings. The, these are all, look all, pretty, pretty standard public hearings. Um, and some things require more than one hearing. Some just need one. Some require two. And if you flip to the, to the next page where we have the action items, some of those are voting on because they are being voted on t tonight because they've been through the number of hearings that they needed to be. Um, then you have the consent agenda, which is number seven. Um, and th these are also pretty standard. So under that, you've got the, the, the minutes and the approval of a job description. Because they're so standard, there's no reason to take them individually. Um, and it's this is a consent agenda is kind of a time saver. You'll see minutes, regular bills, electric bills, water bills, payroll, the kinds of things that are, are get approved on a pretty regular basis. Occasionally, one of the members of the body may say, I want to take this one individually because they want to have a discussion about it. They're, they have a question or something seems out of place. So they can take that out of the consent agenda and talk about it separate from the vote for everything else. Um, then you've got information or discussion items. Um, and then you get on to get, get into the action items. So well, why don't we take a break before getting okay, to the action ahead. items and we'll be back in 30 sure. seconds right after this from Front Street Books. National Park or the Big Bend in general, Front Street Books is the all-info source for the whole area. From birds to wildlife, geology and hiking, maps and guides to make your visit the most enjoyable, Front Street has it all. Alpine and the Big Bend have so much to offer everyone. Front Street Books endeavors to be a supporter of all things important in our area. Informative programs and interviews are so valuable for our community. It is a pleasure to support them. Front Street Books thanks all those that participate in these community efforts. 
All right, we're back. So the next part of the agenda is the action items. And so if you flipped back to the public hearing items, you'll notice that some of them are in the action items because they're going to take action on them tonight. Um, they've been through their, the, the first or second readings and they're ready to, they're ready to move forward on those. Um, the, re the rest of those all also seem like pretty standard stuff, pretty government business kind of things. Um, then you go into the city council member comments and answers and you'll notice it says no discussion or action may take place. They may want to um, congratulate somebody on a job well done or give out some basic information, but no action will be taken there. And while a member of the audience may wish to um, re provide a rebuttal to something one of the um, council members says, they won't be able to answer back to that. It's just part of the Open Meetings Act and making sure that people know what's, what's going on ahead of time. The next thing is the executive session. And there are five, there are five reasons that you can hold, hold an executive session in a Texas public meeting. Um, so during an executive session, what will happen is either the body will go into a room by themselves or they'll dismiss the audience for a period of time so that they can talk amongst themselves about five specific things. Um, executive sessions are permitted when a body is meeting with its attorney on litigation or a settlement, office, a settlement offer, deliberating personnel matters, deliberating the purchase or lease of property, or discussing certain financial contract negotiations or discussing deployment of security devices. Those are the only reasons that executive sessions are allowed. No action is to be taken inside of the session. They'll come out, recall, recall the audience, go back into session before any action can be taken. And then um, after this, the, the city council is, would be scheduled to adjourn. Everything doesn't always go in that same order. I mean, that, people do things in different orders, but that's just kind of the, the basic government agenda item uh, or agenda um, anatomy. And on the, uh, the executive, excuse me, the closed meeting at the, at the end, and, and the purpose for that basically is for them to discuss things amongst each other without uh, interruption or right. without having to share the information. Right. It's, it's, you know, and like discussing deployment of security devices, you don't want everybody to know about that kind of right, stuff. Right. Often personnel matters are very private and occasionally you'll have a personnel executive session scheduled and the person they're discussing will ask that the session be held openly. Mm. And that is, they can ask that, but they don't have to, the, the body doesn't have to do that. They can still go into executive session. And Betsy, how does someone get an item on the agenda? So you need, to, if you want to get something on the agenda, you need to contact the person who represents your ward or district or precinct. You need to contact your school board member or city council member or uh, commissioner and tell them that you, you would like to have this discussed on the agenda. So I guess that uh, uh, someone who lives outside the city limits can't address the city council? They could, uh, they could talk to the city manager and, and see. Um, but I think that more often than, than not, you're going to, they're going to get asked to find someone in the in the ward or precinct where they are where they are seeking discussion to sponsor that item to get it on the agenda okay and is there a time frame from when someone would ask their council person and and to, for it to get on there or 
it, or, and could the council person deny? They could. They could deny that. They, or you know, and, and a lot of times somebody might call and say, "This is what." Um, they have a they have a, a chip on their shoulder sure. and an axe to grind, and they want to. Sure. Or it could be uh, that the, that that person can answer the question without going into a meeting. They could say, "Oh, I, I actually know how to help you with this. We don't need to have a discussion. Here's how. Here's how we can do that." Um, and um, the, there's not a time limit, um, but the relevance of the issue is definitely uh, uh, um, to be considered before you put something on, on the agenda. Okay. Well, Betsy, you're full of information on, <laughs> on this agenda, and uh, I certainly learned a little bit. Hopefully others out there did also. But uh, uh, I want to thank you for, for, uh, for sharing that with us. And um, the city council meetings, uh, one more thing, a question. Do they... Are meetings required a certain number of times? Is it just once a month, or is there? I know in Alpine we have the first and third right. meetings. Is that something that's that's in the charter? When, the, when they when they will meet is in the city charter. Okay, so um, so different communities could set that up differently. Right. So when they create their charter, it would it would uh, it would tell you when to meet. Um, the commissioner's court, for example, meets um, in it, that is prescribed by. Um, the Constitution of the state of Texas. Uh, the school board meets once a month. They could meet twice a month if they wanted, but they generally will give you that schedule at the very begin beginning of the year so that people kind of know going out what's going to happen going forward and when to expect. They, they are always trying to meet at the same time, at the same place, on the same day. And the purpose of that is, once again, so that the public kind of knows the schedule ahead of time and can prepare themselves for those meetings. Yeah, I like the fact that they still posted on whether or not they have to i guess but that's <laughs> that does seem like an old school rule that to uh, tape it to the that, front door yeah that is definitely outdated <laughs> and probably not used as much as uh probably not as much anymore not as much as it was okay well listen you have been listening to hear me out with betsy esparza you can hear hear me out every tuesday at about five twenty-five, right after the local news and sports and it is brought to you by front street books thank you betsy